Social Twist, a laid-back and satirical podcast designed to offer social progressives ideas on how to tangibly resist the Trump administration. We're Sally O'Dowd, Larry Gansman, and I'm Toby Elkin, and we'll be offering our takes on recent events, chatting up guests, and each other. Hey, Sally. Hey, Larry. How are you guys? Great. Happy <laughs> to talk about tangib- tangibly resisting. Great. Yeah, I'm tangibly fantastic. Thank you for asking. Tangibly <laughs> fantastic. That's even better than than tangibly resisting. So um, why don't we tell everybody who we are, um, why the hell we're doing this? Um, who wants to go? Hey, Sally, oh, la, la. I, think, I think this was your idea in the beginning. So why don't we, yeah. why don't we talk about okay. why don't we talk about how how Sally met Larry and how this whole thing came about? <laughs> All right. That's well, fun. With, without naming the employer, right, right, right. Larry and I were uh, met in Soho at uh, an interactive uh, digital advertising company, and like everybody else on the floor getting coffee, we would get stuck in front of CNN and be outraged <laughs> leading up to the election. And Leary and I hit it off, and we thought, wow, we, we're both really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we both think that. I hope I hope our listeners feel the same way. So, yeah. And everybody thinks we're funny. We're the so, best. We're the best. So let's create uh, the When Larry Met Sally podcast. And... Uh, here we are now it's bigger than than the two of us and hopefully it'll be bigger than the three of us <laughs> and um and here we are okay <laughs> so so how did how did toby get involved wait did, did toby just ask that question yeah toby I, just asked that question how did toby get involved so before we toby talk about toby let's let's talk about me because i like to talk about me I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's bad enough that we have a narcissist in the White House. I mean, why not have a narcissist on a podcast? <laughs> exactly. I, mean, just, I, think, I think that makes perfect sense. So just to <laughs> um, add on to what Sally was saying. So, yeah, um, we were working together and getting coffee. And every time I would get coffee or get lunch, I would I was always turn on CNN because I was always interested in what the hell's happening in the election. And yeah, and Sally and I got to talking and we're like, yeah, shit, we're great. This is this is so much fun, and I was making pretty funny Trump impressions, and Sally thought that was hilarious. So I'm going to do a lot of that on the podcast. So I hope you guys don't mind. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be the best, best well, podcast ever. Yeah. Amazing. Larry had me at. Um, how's your man Trump? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, how's your boy? How's your boy Trump? Yeah. I kept asking everyone who would come to the to the common space and watch TV. I'd, I'd ask them all, like, "Hey, so how's your boy Trump doing?" Yeah, that's great. So how did Toby get involved? Sally, can you, you can probably answer that. Yeah, well, um, well, we met over coffee a few weeks ago, and we were thinking of different ways we could all, we could help each other. And I know Toby has an incredibly strong creative streak, and we've been talking about doing podcast for a while now. So, Toby, what brings you to Political Twist? Essentially, I think you. Um, and I had wanted to do a podcast um, 
kind of maybe a year or two ago on my own or in partnership with someone. And it didn't have anything to do with politics. Um, it was more about creativity. And that's something that you and I talked about together a little bit too. But you mentioned teaming up with Larry and you said, hey, you know, why don't you join us? You're a journalist. And I am, in fact, a journalist. And and that, you know, I'm interested in politics um, and have studied it. And I think it's fun. And and we're living in really weird, surreal, hyper real times. So I thought, why not? Yeah, just to add to that, surreal times i was watching a video yesterday about um the comparison of the running man if you guys remember that that movie from the 80s with arnold schwarzenegger oh the dystopian the dystopian future where show to uh, a talk show host has the capacity to tell the army what to do and uh, we literally have that And it's the Running Man, the movie. Okay, well, I'm watching that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know what? So I think for next episode, uh, Larry Trump is going to review the Running Man. Oh, please. Yeah. Please. That's <laughs> fantastic. That's fantastic. <laughs> so you know, this week we had like so many weird things go down. I mean, it's just getting more hyper real, strange. Uh, by the by, the moment. Um, I mean, what we've got a new Supreme Court um, justice nominee. We've got a travel this travel ban on seven Muslim uh, countries. We've got Yemeni bodega owners in New York, thousands of them closing their stores and protesting in downtown Brooklyn. We've got a directive uh, that Mr. Trump looks like he wants to dismantle the Dodd-Frank Act uh, that was uh, passed by the Obama administration. We've got just endless amount. We've got the Iranian or Iraqi situation. I mean, it just every every day brings a few more little morsels. Our new hero is a so-called judge in Washington state. And he's the man who, uh, another man who has defied Trump and ruled the ban unconstitutional. And he is, uh, again, um, the individual who, Mr. Robart, who has uh, basically overturned this ban and made it possible for people to travel over the weekend. And Trump, as he always does, demeans uh, his opponents and has called him a so-called judge uh, to demean this man and, again, show disrespect uh, not only toward other people, but to the entire judicial branch of our country. I'd say that's a happy thought. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's tremendously and, uh, happy thought. I mean... Yeah. And uh, I actually, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, no. Oh, no. Toby, stay I'm, with us, Toby. <laughs> yes, I'm trying. I, 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 I was so good. I felt happy when I watched Saturday Night Live last night oh. because I laughed my ass off. Um, Steve Bannon as a Grim Reaper character over the shoulder of Mr. Trump um, and having... Alec Baldwin 
impersonating Trump, continue to do so, and having him call Mexico, the leaders of Mexico and Germany, Zimbabwe, and, you know, just humor is really kind of an antidote to the the grimness of <laughs> the situation. Perfect. When the Jews are away, the guys will play. <laughs> Send in Steve Bannon. Hello, Donald. I have arrived. Hi, Steve. You look rested. Thank you. No, not me. I've had a long day. I'm tired and cranky, and I feel like I could just freak out on somebody. Let's call Mexico. I figured out a smart, diplomatic way to get them to pay for this wall. Hola, Presidente Nieto. Guy who's gonna pay for the wall says what? Okay. No, guy who's gonna pay for the wall says what? Okay. No, no, you have to say what? <laughs> you said what? You're going to pay for the wall. No way. You pay, loser. You're a bad hombre. Uh, here come our tanks. Prepare to go to war. <laughs> hey, Steve, I'm getting too worked up. Maybe I should stop. Or maybe you should call Germany. <laughs> okay. Hello. Is this my sweet Barack? <laughs> Barack Obama, I miss you. <laughs> no, it's Donald Trump. Ah. Oh. Gross. Steve, all of our so-called allies are being so mean to me. Why don't you call some random little country and show them who's boss? What about Zimbabwe? Perfect. Show them the might of America. Hello? Zimbabwe, there's a new sheriff in town. Wait, is this Donald Trump? Yes. You think you're a big tough dictator? I will rip out your spine and drink from your skull. You cannot even walk downstairs, you little white bitch. Also, just it makes me happy that people are protesting and continuing to take things really seriously. Um, the Yemeni, uh, mostly Yemeni bodega owners in New York City, in downtown Brooklyn, thousands of them protesting and um basically they want to be free like anyone else they they feel they're americans they're american business owners and they are speaking out against this executive order limiting entry for refugees and immigrants from you know predominantly muslim countries so that's great and last night um made me happy i went to an aclu benefit last night and um, saw some really great sketch comedy and uh, satirical uh, songwriting and performance and all to raise money. They'd raised over $10,000, and that wasn't even with a silent auction. And uh, lots and lots of great comedy trying to, like, you know, lighten the load. Cool. Well, another happy thought is Melissa McCarthy as Sean Spicer yeah. on Saturday Night Live. I forgot and to 
watching her. Shit, you guys, yeah. please. I haven't even watched it yet. Please. Let me. Uh, you guys are killing Boy it for me. Dude. Well, what? she is going to be a staple on SNL, obviously. Well, I'm right. She if is... she's playing Sean Spicer, then yeah, of course. Absolutely. And out. by the way, just for those that don't know, Sean Spicer is what the, the secretary. Um, press, press secretary. Press secretary, right. Next on C-SPAN, the Daily White House Press Briefing with Press Secretary Sean Spicer. Sally, it was that was another highlight of last night uh, SNL. I, I mean, just uh, I don't even know how to describe it. How would you describe it? Well, I think it. Uh, a friend of mine, a, a political sat- satirist um, on Facebook, described it as you know like the best night in Saturday on Saturday Night Live in in years, and I think it. Uh, truly was a historical historic event and she will um obviously she's just going to be staying with the show because uh well she did such a fantastic job and uh and it, and well it's sean spicer is going to be somebody they're going to constantly pick fun at they're um, going to be lampooning yeah mm-hmm. and 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 larry it's definitely worth watching Man, I'm definitely, yeah, definitely going to watch that. I do have also two happy thoughts of my own, and they both have to do with the prayer breakfast that Trump attended. Was that on Friday? Friday morning, I think? Yeah. Yeah. So in his remarks, in Trump's remarks at the prayer breakfast, he made made two things. Um, He made fun of Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is the new host of Celebrity Apprentice, (laughs) right? So he basically said, let's pray for Arnold's ratings or for like for the show ratings you know, to go up because he said in his own words, it's a complete disaster. You know, like he's like, let's face it, folks, it's a complete disaster. That so, he would even bring that up. Oh, is, of course, he's going to bring that up. I mean, this guy, he refers to at, some, at, a, at a prayer breakfast. Right. Interesting. And, and, you know, in his tweets, he refers to, to himself in third person as DJT. Okay, so he says, like, you know, um, in one of his tweets on Friday, he said, Arnold Schwarzenegger's show is not the same as when the DJT ratings machine was running it. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. That's not exactly what he said, but, but something to that effect. And what really made me happy was uh, Schwarzenegger's response to him. Schwarzenegger made, like, a 14-second video where he said, Hey, Donald, you know, if you want your job back, let's switch jobs. He's like, you can take my job at the show and I'll take your job and then Americans can sleep better again. Hey Donald, I have a great idea. Why don't we switch jobs? You take over TV because you're such an expert in ratings 
and I take over your job, and then people can finally sleep comfortably again. Hmm? That's that made me happy. I responded to him on Twitter, but obviously Arnold reads all my tweets, so he's going to respond to me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so in the you second, know, and the second, gotta love those Austrian progressives. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> Who happens also to be a Republican, by the way. <laughs> But you, you know what kills me is that on this travel ban, just going back to the fact that really since 9-11, it ha- it's, you know, I'm reading and it's been established that no one's been killed in a terrorist attack in the U.S. by an immigrant. Not since, since 9-11, nobody's been killed by an immigrant from any of these seven countries in the 90-day visa ban. So. Mm-hmm. It's 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 so ridiculous. Right. And, and I think the only what acts of terrorism were perpetrated by what naturalized citizens or or, or green card yeah. holders. Or, I think well, the, Boston, no, the Boston bombers, they were from Chechnya. They were I think they were green card holders. They were. That's, tr- that's true. Yeah, that's true, Larry. Yeah. yeah. And then the um, Orlando Chechnya. guy. Chechnya but... is right next to Russia. So that's totally like not in the Middle East. So, correct, yeah, correct. That is not the Middle East, and <laughs> just just so you know, <laughs> Chechnya is not in the Middle East. I yeah, just, just for for those of you who are not geography buffs like myself, I'm the best geography buff ever. <laughs> I know all the countries. I know the best countries. So yeah, yeah, Chechnya is not. I mean, yeah. it's close, but it's not in the Middle East. So it's nowhere near those countries where people were banned from. And, Correct. you know, they're predominantly Muslim countries. So this is literally like, this is a, a xenophobic act. That That's exactly what this is. You know, created by a xenophobic administration. That's Correct. That's the bottom line. And that's why the judge, you know, he basically stopped it. Because right. it's unconstitutional, man. Man. Right. I was. Hey, <laughs> hey, by the way, did you guys did you guys know? Just uh, I segueing really quickly from this the travel ban. Did you know that uh, the justice uh, or the judge? Excuse me, uh, Neil Gorsuch, who's the the mm-hmm. Supreme Court nominee, Mr. Trump's pick for that. That his his mom was a pretty high ranking official in the Reagan administration yeah. in the eighties. PA. Pardon me. She was head of the EPA. Oh, EPA. That's right. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And, mom, and yeah. furthermore, she was forced to step down during some kind of congressional battle or showdown, and and that this left uh, Gorsuch at the time was a teenager, and it really left a big impression on him. Um, but you know, he's got he's got quite a few writings about. Um, he's really against, um, you know, the the right to die movement. Yeah, is in a it's in a couple assisted, of states. Yeah, he's. He, I think he wrote a whole book about assisted suicide and how yeah. and how he's against it. Yes, he's he's extremely. Yeah, he's done a lot, a lot of writing on it. In fact, I think he wrote a book about his beliefs, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think there are only two states where assisted suicide is. Um, is uh, permissible or there's some 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 ways 
that the, those states are supporting it. But but those are some things to watch um, when he goes through his nomination or his hearings, you know? Yeah, we can speak about that, too, um, that the Democrats are trying to, uh, what, stage a filibuster? But, oh, uh, under, over him, over his yeah, nomination. Over him, yeah, over his nomination. And Trump basically said to the Republican Republicans in the Senate, he said, go nuclear if you have to, which means uh, outlaw the filibuster, right, for this. Which means this is going to bite him in the ass going forward. Because if they outlaw a filibuster, not really outlaw, but there's like different procedures and like common practices in the Senate. So if they take this out, then you're not allowed to filibuster anymore. Um, if they do that, then guess what? They won't be able to filibuster either. It goes both ways. So if Democrats want to pass a bill or a rule or something like that, like the, the Republicans won't be able to filibuster anymore. This has been right. political talk with Larry. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I can't. I mean, I I feel like half of our audience is already asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think if we I'm get going to go into that any further, you want to yeah. segue into our our uh, light L I T E uh, entertainment uh, reviews by Mr. Trump. <laughs> yeah, we should definitely do that. I, I had one prepared about the Arrival movie, as I've seen that uh, when it came out in the theaters. I think now it's on DVD. It's a, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about it as Trump, but I'll just talk about it as Larry. Um, sure. Okay. I will talk about it as I will talk about other things as maybe the Running Man. Yeah, for next episode, I'll do the Running Man as as Trump. That would be fantastic. But the Arrival movie is fantastic, literally. It's the arrival. It's called the Arrival movie. I think it's no, it's the Arrival. The Arrival. It's I think it's called the Arrival. Art. Yeah, I add the movie to it because it's yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's about aliens. Perfect. Yeah, it's about illegal aliens that that come here without any visas. You know, I would I would love to see how Trump would react to that. Kick him out. Right. And Get she has to code, uh, I think, decode their language because right. she's a yeah. linguist. That's right. So that, Larry, that's even another reason to review the movie as Trump because it's about <laughs> decoding language. Yeah, and, and it's about communicating with, with other species and, you know. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, well, when you watch Melissa McCarthy do Sean Spicer, you will see the connection <laughs> because it's all about language. Yeah. And you watch that, and then I haven't even seen the arrival, but I'm already seeing the concept because it's all about interpreting somebody else's language. Mm -hmm. It's hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we should always, you should not always, we should also, not always, oh my God, definitely not always. We should also talk about alternative facts when we get a chance. Because. Well, I, Bowling Green, I, yeah. I survived. The Bowling Green Massacre. I just want you to know. <laughs> Did you? Were you there? <laughs> so, so for those that don't know, Callianne Conway has has a has really a way with words. Okay, she knows the best words, all amazing words. Everything comes out of her mouth is amazing. Um. So I think what was it on? Uh, was it on the CN? Was it on NBC? Meet the Press. I think she said a couple of weeks ago. Uh, that Sean Spicer was referring to alternative facts when describing the inauguration Correct. crowd. Yeah. 
Um, so that's when the whole thing started. And then recently, she was where was she giving giving an interview about Bowling Green? And Bowling Green is in Colorado or Indiana? There's a Bowling Green, Ohio. Oh, is that what she was referring to? Well, she just was referring to the Bowling Green massacre. Um, <laughs> no, I think what she said, yeah, what she said was a Bowling Green massacre, yes. But I think what she was referring to was a terrorist cell that was found somewhere in Bowling Green. I'm not sure which state. I think it was in Colorado. Um, I, I might be wrong. It's either Colorado or, um, oh, shit. I, I got to look this up because I don't have it prepared, but I'll look it up. Um, right. She basically said uh, Bowling Green massacre that never, ever happened. But again, this is an alternative fact. But then she corrected herself on Twitter, I think, and she said, oh, what I meant to say was Bowling Green terrorist cell. So there's a big difference between a terrorist cell and an actual, like, terror act, like a massacre. Correct. That's a huge friggin' difference. So for well, her there, to uh, mince words like this, it's just someone, not good. There, there have been so many memes about this, of, like, a bowling ball, like, <laughs> running people over at a bus stop. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the that's the Trump administration, that you know, the bowling ball that, that's running over everything at this point. Yeah, well, yeah, the bowling ball massacre. The bowling ball massacre. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but there's actually a, a two-lane bowling alley in the basement of the White House. Did you guys know about that? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah that. I'm seeing yeah. video clip of Tiffany Trump uh, bowling in high heels. But, of course, she was probably the only one because no one else talks to her. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you saying but, I have another daughter? Oh, Tiffany, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Can't make this shit up. You cannot make this shit up. Anyway, <laughs> so I think... I, um, what about, what Toby, about did you want to talk about anything else? I, I was uh, wondering what, how uh, we actually are... Uh, throwing out some ideas on how uh, people can take some actions, um, whether it's, you know, daily, weekly, monthly, whatever, you know, whether mm -hmm. it's a protesting, joining an organization, writing a letter, doing a phone call, mm -hmm. letter writing campaigns. I mean, um, if any of you are like I am, you subscribe to a ton of different, email newsletters and uh the one that i've noticed that's been well several of them have been really active but daily cost has been incredibly aggressive with uh, suggesting different actions every day i mean they they have got you covered every single day they're suggesting either you know assigning a petition which is the easiest thing you can do it's really simple or they have scripts for you to write a letter, make a phone call, protesting um, specific issues. They are really tracking it. And uh, so it's, uh, on the fact-checking side of the equation, um, PolitiFact, I think that's what it's called, is also checking every single fact. They've got a huge job at this point. But yeah. uh, do you guys have any thoughts on, on uh, how people can kind of connect into mm -hmm. actually trying to take an action and express some of their frustration. Sure. Sally, well, why don't you go first? Cause I have, I have a couple of things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's, 
going to be one of the points of this podcast. So I'm glad you brought up the point, Toby. But every episode, we will feature someone, an individual or an organization that embodies taking action and will inform our audience about how they can take action. So you know, one example is a nonprofit helping women to run for office. One will be um, PEN America, a literary human rights organization protecting free speech. Uh, we will have lots of people who will, well, may, take us from helpless to hopeful, to borrow Larry's uh, wording, and organizations that are helping to make a difference and will give these ideas and spokespeople will hopefully give our audience ideas for how they can then go make a difference. Yeah, that's a great point. And I, what I wanted to add also to this is that, well, like, look at us three, right? Like, we were just talking about it. Uh, Sally and I, we started out, you know, talking about just doing a podcast and like doing something. So one of the things that people can do is participate and stay informed. You know, you want to know what the hell's going on? Okay, so read a newspaper or read uh, a newspaper, I mean, like anywhere you want, print form, digital form, however you want. You know, stay informed. You know, don't right. just read don't just read something on on Facebook and think that it's fact. Point yeah, in fact. Yeah, point in fact actually. Just And subscribe to some email newsletters. Exactly. That you yeah, might yeah, yeah. So number one is definitely like knowing like knowing actual friggin' facts. Not alternative facts, but actual facts. You know. Correct. You know, stay stay up to date on that. If you want to know what's going on, I mean if you wanna participate and do something about this, then you need to know what the hell's going on, first and foremost. And second, um, I've seen a lot of ads all around the city recently, in the last couple of weeks, um, ads for moving to Argentina. So if you really want to help, just move to Argentina and you can avoid this whole thing altogether. You know, Argentina basically says they'll give you 20% off on taxes if you move. Can you believe that? Are you serious? I'm absolutely serious. Walk around the city on subway stations and like, you know, up above ground um, little advertising screens. Argentina is advertising heavily, like incredibly heavily right now. That is really opportunistic. I have not seen that, Larry. Yeah, wow. yeah. I should take. You know what? I should take a picture, and we can put that in the show notes. I'll take a picture and, and put a link to it once I see one. Wow. Well, yeah. the Argentinians know all about totalitarianism. <laughs> <laughs> they sure do. Yeah, but there, there's so there's another option. Oh, sorry. So this was a little funny, but but on a more serious note, like for example, one of the things you can do to um, help. Not just, you know, just the progressive cause, right, is, like I said, you know, get informed, donate to an organization that you feel is doing the right thing. For example, I donated to NRDC, which is a National Resource Defense Fund, because I'm, I'm not a huge environmentalist, but I do care about the environment. And those guys care a lot about the environment. So you can do that. You can donate your money or you can donate your time. And by donating your time, you know, call your local senator or congressman, find out who those people are. Call them, write letters. As a matter of fact, they actually like handwritten or like typed out letters and you send it to their office. That's what they read most. Not the emails because those come in floods. Not the phone calls because those are too easy. Not tweets. No one's going to read your friggin' tweet. And don't, you know, don't like, don't post on Facebook because only your friend's going to see it. No one else really cares. I'm, I'm sorry. You know, the real right. deal is if you want to really get involved, like get in touch with your 
with people that represent you in the government. That's it. That's my five cents. Two cents. One cent? Okay, I'm going to go down further. Maybe half a penny? There you go. Hey, guys, this was a great pod. This was pretty good. We need to end it somehow. Yeah, I we mean... Need to, we need to throw in some outro music. By the way, I was looking for music, too, so I'm going to... I can play some for you. I don't know if you're going to hear it, but I can try to play it. Oh, sure. Okay, I haven't had a chance to get to that. Cool. cool. That's exciting. So, Toby, you want to close us out? Or Sally, you guys want to close sure. us out? Sure. Yeah. I can you, close us out. You close us out. <laughs> All right. Well... Thanks for joining uh, Political Twist, our maiden voyage into a podcast that's satirical and fun and that is aimed at trying to find some actionable and ways that we can take some action against the Trump administration policies and always topical. And we'll be back with you uh, with guests, interesting guests that we'll talk to, lots of entertainment. That's Political Twist. So for Sally O'Dowd, Larry Gansman, and me, Toby Elkins, signing off.